This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This will put a smile on your face if you're a fan of Van Halen. Do you know Hank Williams Sr.? Are you familiar with oh, Hank yeah. Williams? Yeah, country music hey, uh, star. good looking. What you got cooking? This might be one of his biggest hits. You're cheating hard. We'll make you weep. You'll cry and cry and try to sleep. Bit of a departure from the music of Van Halen, but there's this guy on YouTube, Bill McClintock, who does mashups, and I don't know how he comes up with this stuff, but it is amazing how Van Halen's jump syncs up with your cheating heart in this one here. Listen. Live TV trying to do like a new type of band that was bluegrass and it was terrible. This is not that bad. Might as well jump, jump. Arkell's playing matchmaker on their social media, Jim. Yeah, they uh, took a screenshot of something they found on the Hamilton subreddit. So it's a part of Reddit that's all about the city of Hamilton. And uh, a random user just posted a, basically a missed connection post that said... I love these. I, they used to have that in the newspaper. Yeah. Back in the day, you'd look in the newspaper, there'd be a whole like page dedicated to missed connections. Like, I was on the bus and I made eye contact with you. You were wearing a green scarf. I think we really... Uh, had an opportunity to make a life together, but I was too scared to talk to you. So, so here's my backup backup yeah. plan. So here's my post office box. <laughs> if you want to mail me a letter, let's let's make this happen. Yeah, I'm, if you like pina coladas and being stuck in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> this one luckily is a little more specific because the two people involved in misconnection actually talked for a second. So they've communicated before. Yeah. That's not, always big. This is less creepy than the usual one. So here it is. The, the title is Huge Stab in the Dark. Joe, are you out there? And she says, I mashed and chatted with this guy on Bumble for the past two weeks and stupidly didn't exchange phone numbers. We were supposed to grab drinks tonight, but I accidentally unmatched him. Oh, no. He's going to the Saturday Arkell's show. He knows I'm going Friday and Sunday. So if your name is Joe and you're English and we were supposed to hang, I'm so sorry. Hit me up, please. There's a lot of English-speaking Joes out there. Does she mean like he has a British accent? <laughs> I think so. I think so. He's going to the Arkell's show. Yeah. Have a jolly old time. <laughs> If your name is Joseph, and you miss me on the lorry. English Joe. And what's her name? Does she give her name? Blue J 92 Okay. Yeah, she doesn't have a name name, but that's her username. 
I was I went to the Hamilton subreddit to see if I could dig up some more dirt, but they locked the comments. So I don't know if well, there's personal they, information. How are they ever going to make the connection? You could DM a user on on Reddit okay. if you have a if you Good. have a login too. But Joe, you got somebody knows a, how many British Joes could there possibly be in that Hamilton? Are going to the Arkells show this weekend, and it it sounds like they're setting themselves up for another misconnection because she's going Friday and Sunday. Yeah, and he's going Saturday. She's going to have to hide in a porta potty Saturday night. At what point do you just accept the universe is trying to tell you something? <laughs> Don't you tell him to give up? Give up. No, you're no. not. There's three shows. You're, you're all. One of you is going to be at each of the shows, but neither of you will be at the same Arkell show at the same time. You know, you accidentally had the bumble fumble where you <laughs> deleted the match. Maybe this is for the best. Mm. Holy cow! The creators of South Park, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, signed a new deal to keep the show alive through 2027. It is worth $900 million. Whoa. For two <laughs> more seasons? Till 2027. Oh, 2027. Yeah. Right now it's 2021, Jim. Yeah, I know it's yeah, been a long, know. it's been a long couple of years, but it's still only 2021. <laughs> it feels like we're in 2050. Okay, so seven more, six more seasons. Yeah. Uh 900 Schmill. They've already got like a super sweet deal that they signed. They get 50% of all non-broadcast rights to South Park. So everything streaming, they get 50% of the revenue, which is huge. <laughs> yeah, because you can get it on Crave. In the scheme of things, think about the way the world's going now in in terms of streaming. Everybody, and especially a show that has that many seasons, they've uh -huh. been going for decades. So they they have they're just raking the cash in. Well uh, deserved. Yeah, and now they are starting a marijuana company. Just a little side hustle. <laughs> it is the ultimate side hustle. They are basing it on, I don't know if you saw season 22 of South Park when Randy Marsh uh, came oh up with his own marijuana company, Tegrity Farms. Tegrity. <laughs> it's all about Tegrity? Yeah, yeah, I remember this. So they're going to make Tegrity Farms a reality. Oh my God, that's brilliant. That'd be like if Simpsons did like a Duff beer for real. Yeah. Well, for South Park, it's perfect. This is like Doritos coming up with uh, their own marijuana company. They know their audience. You just keep the, the, the circle going, right? <laughs> smoke weed, watch South Park. Watch <laughs> South Park, smoke weed. <laughs> We've got it figured out here. They were asked in a recent interview with Bloomberg.com, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, South Park creators, do you guys worry at all about cancel culture? No. As you can see from this deal... We have FU money now. Yeah. They've been grandfathered in. They've been doing this for so long. They're basically untouchable. Yeah, I think if we had $900 million, this show would be a little different as well, Jim. <laughs> Speaking of Lotto Max, you got to give a shout out and a kudos to Gino Torres of Toronto. He uh, won the $35 million jackpot a couple weeks ago. That's a healthy one. Yeah. Well, it was a 70, remember it was a $70 million prize? Oh, he, yeah, yeah. He split it with someone in BC, so he got half, $35 million. And in the press release here, it says he kept the news to himself for a few weeks. He didn't tell his friends and family <laughs> that he had won the lottery for weeks afterwards. Says he wanted to make sure it was real before he surprised family and friends with this incredible news. <laughs> Imagine one number was off.
<laughs> and you start bragging and spending money. Whoops. 29 years old. Wow. What a life he's got ahead of him. Checked his ticket a few days after the draw at a store in his neighborhood. Says he saw a lot of zeros on the ticket checker. Thought he had won $35,000, which still would be amazing, right? But he decided to go to another store and check again. That's when he realized he won $35 million. <laughs> so, yeah, he, I guess he didn't believe it. I would be so scared to, to walk away and go to another convenience store and that like, somebody would jump me in the meantime. Yeah, or I'd the ticket sign would that fall ticket. out of your pocket. Yeah. And you'd start sweating and sure. it would smudge the numbers. I don't know. <laughs> My stomach was in knots as I was thinking about what was happening. Uh, the winning bell sounds on the lottery term- terminal started going off, and I was numb. And then he took weeks to make sure his family would be taken care of, and they, he was ready to uh, to reveal to everybody that he'd won 35 mil. Do you think you could go weeks without telling anybody, Jim? I think I could. I think I could. I think I could go a year and get all my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. Does that include Sarah, your girlfriend? She gets she go she comes along for the ride for sure. But that's I, I, commitment. I would <laughs> I would have to figure out a, a serious game plan. Um, yeah, I'm surprised people tell people right away because it, it is life altering to a crazy degree. I don't think I could keep it a secret from my wife. Not because I could not not tell her. It's because if she found out that I had known I'd won the lottery for a year and didn't let her know. <laughs> it would be bad news. But I mean, as long as what's half of thirty-five million? <laughs> That's what I'd be left with. As long as she still gets some money, though. Sure, she can't be too upset. You, gotta, you can't keep it a secret from everyone, though. I don't know. I don't think I could do it. It'd be it'd be hard not to start spending it. Oh, or quit your job. Like, or, how do you stay engaged? Yeah, you start treating people like you know, but like they're below you. That's yeah. what we all look forward to. That's why we buy tickets, right? <laughs> we want to be better than everybody. <laughs> How can you not tell your friends and family that you never want to see them again? <laughs> it's August the 10th. Today is National S'mores Day. You like a good s'more, Jim, when you're camping? Love a good s'more. Love it. I got my own trick. What is it? You got a s'more hack for us. I do. It's hard, like I love a Jersey milk on the graham cracker, and then the and then the marshmallow too. But it's it's really hard to manage. Family digestive cookies, use those as the sandwich ends, and then marshmallow in the middle. And how does that make it better or easier? It just it just makes it way it's way quicker. You 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 skip a step, and the wafer is attached to the chocolate. It's a perfect. Perfect oh, mixture. okay, the digestive cookies that are dipped in chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Not Because there's digestive cookies that don't have chocolate on them, right? Disgusting. That's like <laughs> unsalted saltines. Get out of here. Okay, so the, the cookie the with, with the chocolate already built in. Exactly. Yeah, they can be messy. Can you imagine being the, the first guy who came up with s'mores and you're trying to convince everybody? Guys, best <laughs> combo, graham crackers. Chocolate, marshmallow, everything. Okay, whatever, Bill. How good can this be? Holy jeez. <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah. It is a great treat. It's a good combo. Yeah, at first, he, they would have thought he was crazy. <laughs> by goodness, he's made something that is going to 
outlive us all. <laughs> and the same could be said for Guy Fieri. We got the uh, Field of Dreams game coming up, the Yankees versus the White Sox on Thursday this week. Major League Baseball, this was supposed to happen last year, but mm-hmm. it got, got postponed. They're doing a game, uh, basically built a stadium in a cornfield like the movie Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> And Major League Baseball playing a game there on Thursday. And to help promote that, Guy Fieri, everyone's favorite edgy chef, (laughs) has come up with uh, a new snack to enjoy while you're watching the boys play in the Field of Dreams. What do you get when the mayor of Flavortown hangs out with the cool kids from Motor City? You get yourself an apple pie hot dog. First, pie crust. Kind of roll that out into a rectangle. And then some bacon jam. Getting your bacon nice and crispy. And then cooking it down with a little brown sugar, a little honey, and apple cider vinegar. Apple pie filling. I imagine you probably have an awesome apple pie filling that your grandma used to make. But if you want to get that canned stuff, it's fine to use in this. Regular hot dog. I'm going to brush the edges of this with some egg washed. And you're going to have to stretch that top piece because you got to work over the top of that hot dog. Give it a little crimp, raw sugar, a little pie spice on top of that. Pop it in the oven, 350, 18 to 20 minutes. Here's the final steps. 50-50 apple pie filling and yellow mustard. Some crumbled bacon. And there you have it, the apple pie hot dog. Yummy. I may have to see the recipe written down. That was a lot of info. Apple pie hot dog. It looks like an apple pie that you get from McDonald's with a hot dog wiener sticking out of the end. Oh, like a rectangular pie thing? (laughs) Apple pie hot dog with with mustard on top, bacon jam. It's basically the scene from American Pie then. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it is the culinary version of... uh, Of you'll have to tell your mother you ate the pie. (laughs) Of Jim... In the kitchen with the pie. Put the put the hot dog in the pie. Hey, Jim, you haven't brought up The Bachelorette in a while. Have you been watching this uh, this season? I have not. I've, I've been missing out. And I, the only reason I watch it is because my, my girlfriend is usually all over it and then uh-huh. asks me to, like, I'm not looking forward to the seasons. But once you watch two episodes, you just get sucked in. It was the season 17 finale last night. So you have no interest in, in what happened? I don't even know... I don't even know what the Bachelorette looks like. I have no idea. I am interested if something interesting happened. I don't know. I was going to ask you. Katie got engaged to Blake. That means nothing to you. (laughs) No, it doesn't. There's a Blake in every season, though. That must have been a hot name in the early 90s. Wasn't the guy from Hamilton Blake? Blake? Yeah, Blake Moynez or something like that. And there was a guy named Blake in the Paradise before that. Well, hold on. She got engaged to Blake Moynez. No way. Yeah. Here, listen. You have made me the happiest woman alive. And in a world of change, I want to be your constant. I love you today, tomorrow, and forever. And I can't wait for our adventure to begin. Oh, my God. I just, I just honestly knew, and I know how great of a wife you're going to be. Mother, you're going to be, I'm excited to support you and be there for you every day moving forward. So that being said, <laughs> Katie Lane Thurston, will you marry me? I love how they still act surprised. <laughs> 
What? I can't believe it. I mean, this is the whole point of the show, and it's the final episode. Yeah. Uh, wow, you're proposing. <laughs> Every season so far has ended with a proposal. Is this the Hamilton guy? This is Blake from Hamilton. I think he's a wild. I think he was like a rat exterminator or something like that, or a wildlife expert is how he put it. But I think. He was a pest yeah, control guy. Pest control guy. So he was on the last season and did okay, like made it past a few rose ceremonies. Uh, he was the only Canadian in the competition. But then he comes back the following season to win and it all? sweeps it up. This is what happens when you slack, Jim. You should have been on this. You know what's weird, though? Nobody asked me to talk about it. Not one of our <laughs> listeners was interested or cared. <laughs> I do like yeah. watching the train wreck stuff, but the, the the emotional, happy stuff, not as fun. Well, man, this is big. Blake from Hamilton is the winner of The Bachelorette. Oh! I mean, I wish him the best. I wish these two kids the best, and I hope it lasts. But when you hear somebody on The Bachelor go, I can't wait to have you for the rest of my life, you go, oh, mm. let's let's pump the brakes a little bit. Maybe two months after you're not on the show recalibrate see how you're feeling thank you very much for checking out the taz and jim podcast if you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way live on the radio you can do that on fm 96 in london or y108 in hamilton weekday mornings from 5 30 until 9 30 or subscribe keep downloading the podcasts and we'll keep talking Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.